lot of interesting comments from viewers. This one's from uh, uh, someone simply labeled as OD. I don't know if it's male, female, so I couldn't say him. Um, here's what, uh, what the comment is. Thank you very much. Very interesting. A point to note, tongue-in-cheek perhaps, non-medics in America sound more knowledgeable than medical practitioners here in Asia. Pharma ads on all the channels, etc. You'd think you guys would be living till 150. Not. Hypochondriacs m remain rife. Um, <clears throat> I had to had to grin about the comment about you'd think you guys would live to, till 150. And uh, yes, if medications did it, yes, we would be. But obviously, medications don't. They help sometimes, but you know, medications and supplements both have their place, but they won't get you out of a bad lifestyle. And that's what's, uh, that's what's killing most Americans. Um, he, OD got my goat though, when he, when the comment, the next comment, hypochondriacs remain rife. And we'll talk about this specific video. This was John's video about uh, reversing his coronary calcium score. I'm sure John got uh, some accusation of being a hypochondriac, and I'll mention a, another patient that has as well. That's extremely dangerous for, and I hope OD um, may be an, a, a healthcare worker, and I hope that um, OD approaches his or her own patients, maybe not so much from a filter of maybe this is a hypochondriac, because when you're sick, when you have uh, four vessels in your arter in the arteries of your heart clogged, you're going to be very emotional. And you may be a 35-year-old woman like Susan Bolton, but still uh, not just be a hypochondriac. You've got real disease. So let's go on to, to my response. Hmm, thanks, I guess. But your typical viewer of this channel is very knowledgeable. As I have met with them, hypochondriacs are rare. Um, usually it's an engineer or an intellectual personality that's led, uh, that has had uh, personal or family life devastation due to cardiovascular disease. They are dealing with it the way they've dealt with most things in their lives. Learning for themselves instead of simply putting their lives in the hands of others. Now, to OD's credit, the response was, fair point perspective, I guess. From personal observation, I do know that in the East, we do what we can to avoid medication at any cost. Maybe at 51, I'll be laughing on the other side of my face if I get to 70. Never say never. Um, thanks, OD. And I'll, again, I'll remind you that I used to be known as Dr. Three Days. It wasn't a compliment. It was, and don't go see that doctor. He'll never give you any medication. He'll tell you to wait three days. Um, until I got more involved with chronic diseases and uh, cardiovascular diseases, there's a place for medications. Um, but that's not what this video is about. This video is more about um, hypochondriasis. So he was referring originally, this comment was on John's uh, video about reversing his coronary artery calcium score. And uh, 
he did. That was a very popular video. Um, it's if you haven't seen it, it's how I reversed my coronary calcium score by 59% in 16 months. Now we went through a lot of detail. He went through a lot of detail on it, and we actually went did some case discussion as well. If you look at it, John is he approached it the way he approaches most things in his life. He um, he had folks like doctors telling him to ignore it, and he was doing fine. And um, he wasn't so sure, so he continued to dig. Sure enough, he did some great work. He lost, what, almost 40 pounds, uh, discovered that he had diabetes, and um, went low-carb. That helped him lose a ton of weight when he went low-carb. Um, so again, this, these were lifestyle adjustments. That we made some medication adjustments. He shared those as well. But let's get back to uh, what else happened with John and the hypochondriasis the hypochondriac kind of stuff. Again, I get m emotional because John is anything but that. John is smart. He knows, he came to me knowing more about cardiovascular disease than the vast majority of docs I've worked with, docs in the U.S. that I've worked with. And I'm not talking about uh, orthopedists. I'm talking about, and I'm not talking about ER docs. I'm talking about Docs that work, uh, uh, internists, family practitioners, cardi uh, uh, cardiologists. He knew more about cardiovascular prevention than the vast majority of these docs. I'm, ta I'm talking about bailed and trained docs, too. Now, <clears throat> here's an interesting thing that, that John said when he came to me. He said, when I started to go there in terms of uh, blood sugar, he said, let me stop you here. I'm very much aware. I've seen your videos. I know you're uh, very fastidious and very focused on digging up blood sugar problems. Let me assure you, I don't have them. My doctor checks it at least every year, and I check after my doc. I've investigated this, and I'm pretty much aware on uh, how to rule this out. So I don't think that's the issue. I think there's something else going on. As John has shared with you, he did have some other things. He had some LP little a, but mostly, in the end, it turned out he decided to uh, humor me. He's that kind of guy, very uh, courteous, very patient, and we didn't see much on the um, the two-hour OGTT. But then we, because of my continued concern, I said, you know, why don't we do a craft insulin survey? We did it, and sure enough, here's what he shows on his video. At two hours, um, his insulin got up to 81, and his blood sugar was up to 291. So just for, um, as he mentions a little bit later, I believe, let me find this. Um, yeah. My blood glucose levels 291, close to 300. And um, there are several different definitions of full-blown diabetes. One is anytime you have a blood sugar over 200. Anytime you have a blood sugar over 200. So he took this back to his doc, and his doc's response was, Similar to some of the skepticism that we're talking about with uh, healthcare providers, his 
Doc's response was, oh, you know what? Those, OG, those uh, OGTTs, those glucose challenge tests, I don't believe in those. They're rigged to fail. Well, let me just tell you, I've had plenty of people who've had OGTTs who do fine, who stay under 140, 120, uh, even at, uh, at their peak. Uh, craft insulin surveys who've done fine and not just young people some uh, 70 year olds who's done who've done fine and I can tell you I'm jealous of them but because I certainly don't um, <clears throat> but here's the thing uh, you think that the here's another way of looking at whether or not these tests are rigged to fail the OGTT has 75 grams of sugar in it. The Kraft Insulin Survey has 100 grams of sugar in it. Do you know how many grams of sugar are in a large soda, Coke, Cola? How about a big gulp, an extra large? Way, way more. So these are equivalent uh, to about a large soda, a large cola that you get at a fast food store. So tell me this, um, how many people, how many millions of oral glucose tolerance tests are being done every day in this country? And a doctor has the gall to say, well, those are tests that are rigged for failure. Well, okay, I, I'll get, I'll give you that. In that case, the standard American diet is rigged for failure. So anyhow, John was not a, um, a hypochondriac. In fact, um, after he had that conversation with his primary care provider, he did have an appointment with his ophthalmologist. It was a routine follow-up. And his ophthalmologist happened to mention, oh, by the way, you have diabetic retinopathy. In other words, um, damage to the back of your eye, da eye damage due to diabetes. He, he did go back and share that with his PCP who just sort of shook his head. So um, I hope that you don't want to call that individual, that behavior, hypochondriacal. That is scary. In, in fact, speaking of medical providers where uh, they've made some very scary, very dangerous assumptions of hypogondriasis. Remember Sue Bolton? Sue was in her mid-30s, went hiking in California, had developed chest pain, came back and saw her primary care doc. And you remember what her primary care doc said? Look, you're in your mid-30s, you're a young lady. I think you're doing fine. Here, uh, maybe you have a little bit of anxiety. Um, why don't you go home, take 30 days, come back in a month if you're still feeling bad? Well, you know what? It's a good thing that Sue didn't, didn't listen to her doc when he was thinking about, oh, this is a mental health issue. She came back the next day and said, Doc, my chest is hurting. I think I need some help. Her doc humored her, got her blood cholesterol level, and it was over 450. 
Shum, uh, my curiosity was whether it was 450 L LDL or 450 total cholesterol, but it doesn't really matter. Sue went directly from her doctor's office into the hospital for a quadruple bypass. So, again, <clears throat> I mean, this is why I'm, uh, <laughs> why I've come out of retirement again. I, you do see way too many. Uh, docs who just uh, are assuming that there's uh, hypochondriasis going on here. And that's a very, very dangerous assumption. What's even worse is you see patients that are assuming that they don't have something going on. Um, so if you have a concern, if you feel like maybe uh, I've got a problem here, but I'm not so sure, we're here. Uh, give us a call. Send us an email. Uh, my health at prevmedheartrisk.com um, or tell, call at 615-538-8403. Thank you again for your interest. Thank you for listening. For more information, please visit our website at prevmedhealth.com. To learn more, watch our videos on YouTube at Ford Brewer MD MPH. Thank you very much for your interest.